Great pleasure to speak to you. I guess to put things into perspective, Johannes, before we take a look at the invest, fixed investment decline in the last year, we really do need to reflect on it, perhaps even over the last decade uh, and, and few years, where overall we had seen a significant decline in infrastructure spent by the government over the last few years. Talk us through this particular theme and how it's raised complexities for members of the private sector to come on board in an environment which doesn't necessarily boast, boast well or bode well for confidence. Mm. Yeah, I mean, this, this has been a worrying trend. I mean, um, if you think about it, government should be uh, the ones that, one that is investing on uh, economic infrastructure, such as roads, uh, ports, and, um, and um, uh, other economic infrastructures, water supply, and so on. So uh, we've been seeing this um, moderation in terms of investment from the government side, and with that said, it means that, you know, the private sector had to be dominating in terms of uh, uh, fixed investment spending. Uh, but again, the worrying sector is that, you know, recently we've seen uh, the private sector investment spending uh, sort of moderating. Um, but again, that is in response to the slowdown in investment by general government. Uh, if you think about it, I mean, um, uh, 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 yes. So, uh, business. If, if we don't see an improvement in the uh, general economic structure, it means that uh, business confidence is definitely affected. I mean, if you look at the latest business confidence numbers, they've they've shown they've shown that you know business confidence has been uh, on the contraction territory for about ten quarters. Uh, with that, you know, uh, reflecting um, obviously the deterioration in the uh, economic environment in, in the economic infrastructure. Uh, obviously, with the likes of load shedding, and recently we've seen uh, the witnesses coming through uh, the port and the and the and the railway system. Mm. So that has been has put a significant dent on on business confidence, and because of that, you know, investors um, tend to withdraw uh, large uh, investment spending, or they at least um, uh, postpone some of the large of the large uh, uh, announcements that they have to. Hundred percent, and maybe let's contextualize this this waning confidence from business because often we, we we do criticize business to say, but hold on, uh, you should be contributing to the level of growth that we have. And from what I understand, looking at the research report, it's this consistency of uh, delays of frustrations uh, that is actually leading to this declining level of business confidence for for private sector investors from not only mm. the pandemic but the twenty twenty one riots. Uh, of course, uh, perhaps a lack of reforms in terms of some regulatory approvals uh, and the likes. Uh, so, so talk us, talk to us further about that. So true. Yes, I mean, like just after uh, the, the riots and the pandemic, we've seen our business, con- uh, business, um, private sector investment starting to pick up. So, at the moment, you know, it just that it's, it's still below the pre-pandemic level. Uh, I mean, I'm talking about the general gross fixed capital formation growth thereof. It's still below the pandemic level. It was showing an upward moment, upward uh, uh, recovery, but it's struggling to pick up a significant momentum. I mean, that can be attributed to various factors. I mean, if you think about it, uh, the general uh, economic environment is not conducive. I mean, we're having uh, inconsistent power, shed, uh, power supply, uh, which means that, you know, the private sector, they have to generate their own uh, electricity, and that is adding to the operational cost. 
So uh, and instead of um, expanding capacity, so they have to ex- they have to focus on um, generating alternative means of, of of electricity. So that is the reason why, um, if you check in the past two years or so, we have seen a pickup in investment in, in in renewable energy, which has been the main one of the main drivers of capital spending. So uh, that is adding to operational costs because invest- investors or business have to uh, source alternatives. Uh, electricity, I mean, that government should be providing anyway. Mm. And uh, if you put, put operating uh, cost aside, the demand side is also not uh, supportive. I mean, we're having a, an environment where uh, global uh, demand is weak and uh, also locally domestic demand is being affected by high interest rates and uh, still elevated inflation. And again, because of the subdued uh, commodity prices. So if you combine that together, mm-hmm. it means uh, profitability of companies is being affected. And uh, as a result, businesses are, are not expanding capacity, but they have to uh, spend more to, to sustain the, their operations in the current difficult environment. So the first thing that they do normally in such environment is to cut fixed uh, investment spending. And this is what we have been seeing happening in, in, in the past uh, few years. 100%. But uh, I guess it's not only managing that risk and, as you say, looking to, to keep the businesses operational, but it's often said, Johannes, that you don't waste a good crisis, right? And and one would assume with the energy crisis that we have in South Africa, even the collapse of some f- freight and road infrastructure in certain parts of the country, that this is where business might get excited and say, hold on, we can plug that gap. Literally, I'm keen to understand where there might be green shoots of opportunity and how sustainable much of that growth has been, especially when it comes to sectors like water, renewable energy and the likes. Mm. Yeah, well, uh, obviously, uh, some companies are seeing opportunities right there, especially when it comes to renewable energy. I mean, we've been seeing a, a big flare of renewable energy projects. And going forward, we still believe that, you know, that's going to be the main driver, um, uh, given that, you know, the whole world right now is pushing for renewable energy. So as they cut, they cut from the uh, uh, other energy sources, obviously the next uh, step will be companies to invest on renewable energy. So that, that is a business uh, opportunity for, for some of the industry, industries that are, are, are based on such um, uh, uh, deliverables. But... Again, um, because of the challenging uh, economic environment and because the government is struggling to provide uh, the basic economic infrastructure, you know, such as water and electricity, uh, which is also important for, for, for the businesses to operate, it's, 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 it's going to have an implication in terms of uh, fixed investment spending. Mm. I'm also intrigued, Johannes. I guess we we can't ignore the fact that we are looking forward to the budget speech upcoming up this year. Uh, And of course, we are in an election year. And this is typically where we do see a lot of activity uh, with regard to spending. Sunral just recently announcing that they too are looking to continue with investment there. Talk to us about, I guess, expectations for this year's budget speech and if we could see the National Treasury allocating more capital. And if they don't, how does this influence uh, the fixed income, I beg your pardon, fixed capital investment activity for the year ahead? Uh, well, we believe that, you know, they are likely to um, meet some of the targets, um, especially when it comes to the fiscal balance, uh, simply because, you know, the current environment, uh, economic environment, uh, was not sustainable when it comes to revenue collection. I mean, we saw consumer spending remaining under pressure because of high interest rates and inflation. 
and because of his confidence and concerns about uh, job uh, security. So because of that, uh, we saw spending um, being uh, under pressure. And again, uh, because of the factors that I mentioned earlier, including the work with global environment and the fact that, you know, companies have to uh, um, incur high costs in, in terms of energy generation, uh, it means that, you know, uh, their profit, profitability was affected. And as a result, we saw a, a, a negative impact on um, com- uh, companies' tax uh, collection. I mean, uh, when we look at the numbers, in the first nine months of, of, of last year, uh, corporate tax collection was down by around 12%, close to 12%, in fact. Mm. So that 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 is because, you know, um, it's an election year. Normally we see an increase in, in, in spending, but besides being in an election year, uh, we also had an increase in um, the wage bill uh, through a high wage settlement. And um, because of the other social spending, uh, so we believe that, you know, expenditure is also likely to, to exceed the ceiling. And again, you know, if you recall later, I, I think around the, the medium-term budget statement, the Minister of Finance indicated that, you know, uh, um, uh, Transnet might need some assistance. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they need guarantee fully, uh, they just um, indicated that, you know, um, it will definitely need some assistance. So it will be interesting to see what kind of assistance they were going to get from, from government. But with that being said, I would believe that, you know, um, uh, the, the, the revenue and the expenditure targets are going to be missed. And as a result of that, I will see the revision in terms of the revenue and expenditure numbers, higher revision. 100%. Uh, it really does raise a number of concerns and I guess makes us uh, watch the um, the budget speech a lot more closely, especially coming up next week to get some perspective on that. But Johannes, we truly appreciate your time this evening, sir. If you missed it live, catch the broadcast on kaya959.co.za.